This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Proverbs 3.13 Happy is the man that finds wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Next verse. For our merchandise, for the merchandise of earth is better than merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. Next verse. She, now, is calling wisdom a person. She is more precious than rubies. All the things thou can desire are not to be compared to her. Length of days are in her right hand, and her left hand reaches an honor. Wow. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Length of days are riches. Is that what people are looking for? The Bible says they are with wisdom. Thank you, Canada, for saying this morning. Uh, on Sunday next week we have to begin family we have to start talking about family marriage husband, wife because November is our family month and I'll be talking to singles also we just fuse them together first service, second service the role of man, the role of woman marriage, all over the world this institution is under a very serious attack and it is sad that there are Christians whose marriages are not better than that of people who are not Christians. We have a lot to share on this note. Lust is everywhere, fidelity is everywhere. Anger, breakups, breakdown. <laughs> but this is not God's plan. So, I said that to say, I'm actually wondering what exactly talk about on our subject, wisdom, this morning. Because I have many directions I'm being pulled to us. So, last week we stopped when we read Job chapter 28. And I want us to read it again. Remember, a part of that scripture says, Death said, we know this guy we've heard of him. The sea said, it's not in me. We've been talking about the spirit of wisdom. And now the Bible says riches and honor. It said happy is the man that finds wisdom. Now we read last week also Proverbs 4, 7. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. And then we're able to establish the fact that it took Solomon a measure of wisdom to ask God for wisdom. Because we said wisdom is in dimensions. It's like primary school, secondary school, and university, and PhD. The highest form is the spirit of wisdom. And I said, it acts as if you are possessed. It's not your mind. It is a supply that is beyond the comprehension of your mind. So Solomon was a wise man. He said, my father taught me many things. 
in the book of Proverbs, he talked about the fact that his father taught him well. And when you are taught well and you receive the teachings, there is a measure of wisdom that life lessons can give to you. When you are a man that follows instruction. Now the sad thing is that even the elementary part of wisdom is yet to be learned by many people. At the beginning of wisdom, you live by instruction. Solomon lived by the instruction that David taught him. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. David shared many things with Solomon. But one night, Solomon had an encounter with God. The wisdom at the basic level might not help you overcome certain things, but it will make you comfortable, blessed in life, and it will make you avoid many evil. That basic wisdom alone can make you live long. But there are deeper dimensions. But how do we skip to university without talking about secondary school? Basic wisdom. People are stumbling over that. There is a wisdom that builds a home. The Bible said that by wisdom a house is built. If you don't have that wisdom, you get married because everybody's getting married, but then you are just going to injure somebody. You know, some people were better before they got married than when they are married. Basic wisdom. It is what helps us to navigate life. Basic wisdom. Hallelujah. But then there are dimensions. I also showed you. You know, this is what people don't know. In Matthew chapter 2, when Jesus was born, the Bible says wise men. Those wise men were not Christians. They are astronomers. They saw the star because they were stargazers. They were called wise men because they had wisdom beyond. What others will look up, they wouldn't see anything. These people will look up and they will see. So they were called wise men. And as soon as Jesus was born, they knew. It's like somehow people that are possessed, real, really possessed, not that they said they are possessed. <laughs> There's a difference between the two. They can call someone a witch and the person can be a witch confirmed. <laughs> are you with me? People that are possessed to a large extent can see what you cannot see. Now they can know when a glory is rising in your life. This is why attacks come when people are about to rise. In the realm of the spirit, all things are open. It's like using CCTV and you are in the camera room just looking at everything. So in the realm of the spirit, it's an open realm. What angels see at times, demons can see as well. But this man, this man recognized. Now that's what the Bible says. Where we read last week in that first King chapter 4, verse 37 precisely. Let's read again. Now the Bible said that Solomon was wiser than all men. And uh, the Bible says he was wiser than the children of... His wisdom excelled that of the children of the east and that of Egypt. The wise men that saw the star of Jesus were called wise men from the east. That is a dimension of wisdom. The Bible said they came, all men, verse 37, or just go down a little more, from the kings of the earth which had his wisdom. Next verse. I want where it says wiser than all men. What verse is that? 30. Okay, sorry. For it was wiser than all men than Ethan, the Ezraites, and Aman, 
and then his fame was about. Go to verse 30. Solomon's wisdom. Now, this is being compared. Excel the wisdom of all the children of the East country. Where I want to get to that I might not be able to. Maybe we'll look at it December. Now, the Bible says Solomon was wiser. So this is Solomon. Wiser than the, you are not from the <laughs> than the children of the East. So when you put the two wisdom together, Aya. But when you put this one beside wisdom of men, Aya. But then Solomon's wisdom, which he received as an encounter uh, with God, or from an encounter with God, was is still not the highest form of wisdom. So when Jesus came, he said all the kings were going to listen to Solomon. He said, but greater than Solomon, greater than Solomon is here. Why? Because of Colossians chapter 2. Verse 3. You know, you can be prudent about money making and be foolish about marriage. So it is possible to see a professor and the family is in shambles and there are many, many of them. The Bible says, <laughs> let's start from verse 2. Colossians 3. This is where we are getting to at the end of this stuff. That their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, unto all riches of full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and, and the Father and of Christ. Now he's talking about Christ. Verse 3. In whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom. It shows that it is not one treasure. All the treasures of wisdom. Solomon was given a part of the treasure. But there is an individual. Glory to God. Inside him resides all treasures. There is no wisdom outside Jesus Christ. But remember we are starting from the basic level. In Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6. When God gave them the law. He began to say to them. This is your wisdom before all nations. What I want to say this morning, where I want to stop, and then we'll read Proverbs chapter 8. Keep therefore and do them. This is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations. There is a measure of wisdom that gets into your life when you follow the instruction from God's word. Men and brethren, people don't know when they begin to base their life, base their marriage, on either the tradition of, traditions of men or Babylonian system that we live in now. And that is happening to a lot of... Christians address issues based on their environment, based on the thinking pattern of their generation. And that wisdom is, is, is actually doomed to fail. It's destined to fail. It's destined to fail. That's what the Bible says. And that's what... So, when a Christian decides... To begin to live by the instruction of God's word, there is a measure of wisdom that is coming from your life. It might not be the highest yet, but there is a measure of wisdom. But that wisdom will keep going deeper and deeper until it gets you to the highest treasure. Glory to God. Are you with me? 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. There is a wisdom. A kind of wisdom that instructions give. Following instruction in God's word. It makes you wiser. David saw it and said, by that commandment. This is deep. Because this alone is superior to all forms of wisdom. In Psalm 119, David said, at thy commandments, I am wiser than my enemies. He said, oh, can students grab this? I have more understanding than my teachers. When were you? You are. Pastor Emi has been here before. When he was in life, in the first class, he never read anything two times. There was a time they said they were having a test. They just read the one. They canceled the test and finished the test for like six weeks after. And he said, when I've read it once, once my eyes glance, I don't look again. It stays. Supernatural wisdom. He went to Harvard for masters and he was the best student in the department. Supernatural. And he told me something. He said, I would rather pray in tongues for 18 hours than to read for two hours. I hate books. You know, in school, they would call some people Jacometer. I saw a lot when I was in university. I'm sorry, I don't mean to spy people, but very common with ladies. They will go for all night reading. Chivita on one side. Coffee on one side. Cookies on the other side. I only went in 111 and I said, I did not help me much. The rest I read in my room and I was 78 something. I just sat there in my room. We watch a big film, we'll switch out the film, sleep a little, read, read, read. And then... But all this, you know, you, you can begin to follow people. And when you follow people, you will not know what works for you. We go to you and they told us, about that everybody must do to run all night, all night long, and all of us were going there. And one day I was, one night I just saw this, these three girls came. She drank the chivita, egg cookies, and said, I'm about to reach. We put like almost five notes on the table. It's not me reading that one. How are you looking at her? Then she opened the book. She didn't read. Then she told her friend, I, I want to take a nap. Just wake him up after one hour, 30 minutes. They woke out. She slept again and again. And by four, she tried to look at a few times. By five, she was going back to the hostel. And I said, they will see her at the entrance of the hostel. Coming overnight. Hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I found out about life? <laughs> it is bad enough to deceive people. I can understand when you are a deceiver and you are deceiving people. What I don't understand is when you are deceiving yourself. Is that not <laughs> what your Bible call official? I don't understand. If you, are, if you are deceiving people and you are playing them, we understand. But when you are playing yourself, you are lying to yourself. A part of you knows the truth. It's funny. If you don't want to go and read, don't go and read. But don't come back and give people an impression that you've read. Exam will show, tell the truth at the end of the day. Are you, are you with me? <laughs> I want that particular verse of the Bible. That Psalm 119, verse, verse, verse what? Verse 99. Psalm 119, verse 99. Let's read. I have more understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies and my meditation. Somebody say amen. amen. Wow. 
give me the second one that says that I'm wiser than my enemies for they are always with me. This is what God, what he does for saints. He doesn't take away enemies. He makes you to outsmart them permanently. There is that wisdom that puts you, no matter what they come up with, they always meet you ahead. Thou, through thy commandments, has made me wiser than my enemies, for they are ever with me. This guy is saying that they are always present, but their presence is not a problem. There is a dimension of wisdom that I've been given. I am smarter. After a while, they will stop trying me. Because no matter how many times they try, I'm ahead. I'm on top. But he said that through thy commandments, the other one, through meditation on thy words, men and brethren, what have we done with the Bible? When Apostle Paul saw it, he said to Timothy, 4 Timothy 4.15, he said that thou hast known the only scripture which is able to make you wise. Ah! Huh? Oh, shh! From when I got born again in secondary school, people go to prayer and they leave the word of God behind. They are more interested in what they want to say to God. Take all the scriptures I've given you. That is Romans 4, 6. Now, this is 1 Timothy 4, 15. Meditate upon this thing. 2 Timothy 3, 15. Thank you. For, and that from a child, thou hast known the only scriptures which are able to make the, what's the next word there? There is wisdom that you receive as a matter of fact. This is the first step into having an encounter with the spirit of wisdom. When the word of God begins, when the word of God begins to instruct you and you live according to the instruction of the word, you are opening up for yourself for wisdom to dwell in a dimension where it's an individual that lives inside you. And what is the result? We just saw one in Proverbs 3. Length of days, riches. Proverbs chapter 8. Now this will let you know wisdom as a personal. Proverbs 8. It's a long reading. But does not wisdom cry and understanding put her voice. Verse 2. She standed. Losing the word she again. See, the reason why Solomon decided to use the word she. Fall in love with wisdom. Fall in love. Draw wisdom close to yourself. Hi. I see people. It happens every now and then. Now, by the ground, please, I'm not referring to anybody. I'm just being, I'm giving a, a general example here. So let not somebody now start thinking that, what oh, are they talking about? I am not talking about you. People misunderstand pastors a lot, you know. But what, what, what I'm about to say, I'm talking about what has been from the beginning of this church. So every time, the one I don't like at all, people come just for the first time and they are waiting after service to ask for money. I have discovered that when people's attention is on silver and gold, they will always despise wisdom. Some people have an opportunity, they've had opportunity of saying, the most successful person in their field. They will not ask him any question that will benefit them, but give me money. You have seen somebody who rose from the ghetto and you are in ghetto and all you are thinking of is just for him to give you something. Will that change your fortune? 
you spend it, it ends. And I'm not, we give a lot and we'll continue to buy. I'm saying that, pursue wisdom. Immediately, this just started. The people I was learning from, the moment I, I wouldn't learn from somebody, maybe they just dash him a church, maybe the father of over 2,000 members already and everything. But that time, each time I saw somebody who started pastoring one person and now there are 5,000, I would sit down to listen. We had needs. There were days that landlord wrote us that time that you are one way to clear out of our building. And I met one of these people. If I told the person, he would have given me the money without blinking an eye. But I said, God forbid. The day I need five billion, who will help me? Learn to train yourself to stand. These people can recognize it. This thing, it's an African thing. And people have carried it to the point that when a gate man sees you and you don't give them money, they change their attitude straight away. I beg God, man. Because people have been trained to worship money. I, 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 just because I'm giving an example, I said this here. You see, at times I would drive in like Sunday morning, some of these women sweeping the streets. I will ask the head of protocol to follow me there and we'll go and give them money. We do that. When I see people doing their thing and they are not asking for money, I have seen. I, by the grace of God, at my, I mean, I'm still a young person. I go to an office and I see decency in someone. I get back to the car and I send someone back that place. The day last man, man stopped me. And I got, they took me to the office. And I was just playing to see I was with one guy. And when the boss saw me, he said, please go. And I called him. I said, I thought you were going to ask for money. He said, no, you can go. And I said, can you follow me? He followed me here. And I gave him 20,000. Is a guy called. <laughs> I, when people do things, instruction. Solomon began to say that seek for wisdom, not gold, because at the end of the day, you will have gold in excess. I want to just stop here this morning. I was going to talk about Daniel, and I was going to talk about a guy called Tyros. In Ezekiel 28, we will start second service. Who had a supernatural wisdom but from Satan? But I want to show you something. One day I was listening to a man of God and he said there's something that is called Meshach anointing. And I want to stop on this. Meshach anointing. It's an anointing for multiplication. I believe many times it comes in the area of wisdom. It's an anointing. He said that was the anointing that God gave Lucifer. The Bible says that all Lucifer son of morning, the anointed cherub that's that cover it. That will cover it. Mimshak. It's also the word anointed. That is an anointing for spreading. And when Lucifer fell, God did not take it back from him. For the Bible said that the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. God doesn't take back what he gives a man. He only gives somebody something bigger. Only small people collect what they give him back. When God gives you something, you become arrogant. He gives your neighbor something more. That's how God devil, because they are in excess with him. So when he collects it, but where will he keep it? He has so many more to give. Now, this is the reason. A singer takes his album to church of Satan. 
which is becoming common in America now, somebody joins uh, whatever they call him now, whatever, and then releases a song, it spreads around the world. It's operating Mimshak anointing. But I'm going to show you, not today, something deeper that believers have. Once you see anything dedicated to Satan or ritual, and it spreads around. Somebody opens a supermarket, they bring somebody, they plant something, what Satan gives them, he brings his Mishak anointing on it. Because God didn't collect it from him. Anointing for spreading. And it begins to spread. It begins to spread. In a particular square, we never forget, for just SUG election, all the people were campaigning, campaigning, this guy never. He didn't even indicate I wanted to be SUG president. Just before the deadline of, so just a few weeks to the election, he just went out of school to sit under a marabout for days. And the marabout told her, bring one poster that we are going to use. And they sat on it for 30 days. No seeing light for him. They said, put it anywhere in school. You will win the election and dust everybody. They can only put one poster in a central place in school. That was all. Others spent... <laughs> you see, that's why they call those guys wise men. But I've told you that their wisdom ends somewhere. Ah, yeah. Ah, I mean, tell to go into that but we're talking about a second, second service. Yeah, they can do a few things. They can. Marabouts have power. But only to the degree when you are not talking about the power of God. Because there is a power that rubbishes other powers. God was letting people know that. So Moses wrote, swallow, their own rod to turn to serpents. When Moses did that, Pharaoh started laughing. So you think you can chance us with uh, turning rod? Is that how much rod? We do that free of charge here. He just said, Memukan, Aisho, come here. Show Moses that he's a small boy. And they dropped their rod, all of them, and they became serpent. Then God said, is that it? Then Moses rod started swallowing. Just to prove to them. Moses turned water to blood. They did. Second plague, it was on the fourth one. That they told Pharaoh that yeah, this is nothing but the finger of God. By the time boy came down, the boy was on the magicians as well. God trying to prove to them. He got it. I want to tell Pharaoh I need to take care of my own family. Because the firstborn of everybody died. And magicians had no power because he was crying over his own firstborn. God stopped them at the fourth place. They, they duplicated the first one. God said, the second one. By the fourth one, they told Pharaoh that this is the fingerprint of a master. And God said to Moses, no, I won't stop at number five. Let's gap them by six more. To let them know that the Lord has spoken once. Twice have I had that power belongs to God. Let's rise. Hallelujah. You know, there are people who go to church and native daughters still impress them. Because they can tell you things. <laughs> I love your presence. There was a woman using divination. She could see people on a mirror. She was looking at a child of God. There, the mirror broke into two, splashed on her face. When T.L. Osborne came to Nigeria, he wiped But T.L. Osborne did not even know what, what was going on. This is the beauty of redemption. He wanted to do a crusade on, uh, without Bishop in Bini. They went to their ancient shrine to pick the most powerful juju there, which was a rod. If they pointed the rod to anybody, you'll become like a ceramic immediately. You dry up right there on the spot. The guy pointed at Taylor's butt. Taylor's butt did not even know what was going on. The rod broke into two. The man ran away. 
The white man was just preaching. Was just wondering what this guy doing. That's pointing rod. So later they were explained to T.L. Osborne that the rod pointed at you was the most powerful juju in the ancient Benin that time. It broke into two, free of charge. The man didn't even say in Jesus' name. He didn't even know what they were doing. When the guy pointed, an angel just broke it. Said nonsense. Satan loves stunts. And he deceives people with stunts. You know all these people that sell medicine inside bus? It's not common because people don't, uh, I'm saying, transport system is changing. But in those days, that you enter a bus and somebody will be advertising one, and this guy was preaching, and this man felt this guy, a young boy, thought the boy was disturbing him. And he began to challenge, but if you don't keep quiet, I'll beat you with a charm. The driver everybody was begging the old man, don't kill the boy. And the boy said, don't beg him. I honor old men. But if it's a matter of charms, there's no problem. So they stopped and the, the man came down. He brought out something that he tied to his waist and hit a tree with it. The tree dried up before everybody. You know what the boy said? He said, Baba, the tree did not offend you. It's me you should face. The man hit the boy with it. The man was one that fell down and he was convulsing. White stuff coming out of his mouth. And everybody was begging the boy. He said, no, I didn't do it. God just, and he put this on the man. He came alive. He went to sit at the back of the bus. He didn't say a word till they got to work. Will you talk? You know, that stunt against the tree will impress some Christians and make them afraid. Ah, just always understand. Satan likes IgG. Initial gra gra. He likes it. He enjoys it. And God allows him to do all that. They said they are doing magic, it disappears, and then this one. I said, and it's will some people. The real power is invisible. The only ghost dwells in you. There was a young man that was attending Redeem, and his father had a big snake. The father was one of the most powerful marabouts in Nigeria. Of course, they didn't mention the name of the person. And he was always telling the boy that all the other are more powerful than your pastor. One day he decided to come to camp. As he was entering, Baba Deboe just said that there is a man here that you have a snake. That in fact you came late for this time because you were feeding your snake. That by the time you are home, your snake would have died. And if you don't give your life, you will follow. The guy... <laughs> you know... <laughs> I love, I love I love your presence You know, I see that all through the week, the Lord will be showing all of you how to go about things. It will be a supernatural wisdom. Now you just know what to do. Now you know what to do with the 200k. They said the shop is 2 million, you have 200. And the wisdom of God is trying to speak to you. But you don't need that shop. There is the one that your money can take. And inside this one, you are going to blow up. But your heart is on... I sense in my spirit there is somebody about to marry but you have a serious problem with your in-laws. Wisdom. There is a way. And it will show you. I love your presence. Lift up your hands and give God praise. I love, I love. 
the wisdom of God in you will rise. Don't ask for wisdom. You already have it. Just ask that it will open up from within. The Lord is about to reveal something to somebody. This story just came to me, and I don't know whether something along this line, I know, not that I don't, I, I believe something along this line going to happen to somebody. I, I've said it here before. I mean, the guy was facing myriads of needs all around because he was just a messenger in his office. And it was December. What am I going to buy for you? What am I going to do? He just took a thousand or two from the money, which it's I know I don't even think it was up to maybe like five hundred then, and he bought a cart. Now he didn't know what he was doing. He had his own need, but one day he was just like this boss has been so good to everybody, the MD of their company, and he, he bought Christmas card and a gift, maybe a tie or so, and wrapped it, and went to see the peer. I want to see your guy, and the peer said okay, okay, and then he just gave the man. You've been a very nice boss. Merry Christmas, sir. And the boss was looking at him, the MD. And the MD said, in the history of this company, no junior officer has ever given me anything. He said, in fact, they are expecting me to give. And I always give to them. Say, every December, all eyes are on me. And by the grace of God, he said, but I'm just moved. He told his wife, I told, just wouldn't get it from that. My mess, a messenger in my office gave me a gift. He said, this has never happened to me before. And he told the guy. He said, I have this house is also place. He said, I have houses all over and I don't use it. I give you. He said, tomorrow, collect the keys from my PA to the house. That happened. 24 hours later, I called the guy. He said, I just thought about it. That you might not have furniture for the house that will fit the house. He said, every two years, I change all the furniture in my house. And so they are changing it next week. Make an email with my PA, how you come and pick them and take them to your new house. Who would have thought that that would be the way that that man would become a house owner in life? Because a message that when you look at your salary, I say you go and buy a land in your village. How long will this take? But the things that are impossible with men, there are ways that good vision you are looking at, the future, that dream you are looking at, and it's like there's an ocean between you and the dream. Every time you close your eyes, you see yourself on the other side. The problem is, the gulf is so wide. How do you cross? Believe me, there is a pathway not visible to eyes. That's why Proverbs, that's why Job 28 said that there is a path with no foul nowhere. There is a call that connects you to that place. 
Only the spirit of wisdom can show you how to navigate your way. You think you are stepping on water. Believe me sincerely, somewhere around the water there is a way, there is a path that leads you straight to where you are going. But it has to come by revelation. I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your eyes of understanding are enlightened. Your eyes are open. In Jesus' name. Is someone blessed this morning? Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again. And that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Thank you.